Welcome to the Holistic Healing Connection podcast with your host, holistic practitioner and mentor, Amber Cook. Join Amber and her guests weekly for insight and practical tips to help you succeed on your path to wellness. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com, nurturing business, cultivating health, growing community. Your one-stop holistic health resource, HealingWaze.com. Hi, I'm Amber Cook. I've spent my life practicing and experimenting with holistic and alternative healthcare because I believe it is the real healthcare, the way to well-being. So stick around because your holistic healing connection starts right now. Freedom from pain and stress is absolutely life-changing, says my guest today, Ash Marshall Odell. Ash is, among many things, a Reiki master, a light worker, a teacher, an intuitive. She has a huge toolbox, and so huge, in fact, that this is her second time being on the show. She was my guest uh, probably five or six episodes ago. Um, We were talking mostly about Reiki and crystals and essential oils, but in this episode, we're going to chat about light work. And the reason why we want to chat about light work is, um, well, one of the reasons is that even after all this time being in the holistic and alternative medicine community, I still was a little bit confused as to what exactly light work meant. And then in this episode, um, chatting with Ash about it, I actually find out that, in fact, I am a light worker. Pretty cool. So you'll get to learn more about that, what light work does, what it can um, help you with as far as your health goes, and uh, she gives a little bit of self-care tips on um, how to really uh, keep your chakras balanced and keeping that light flowing. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. So Ashley, you're here for round two of the podcast, and I am super excited to talk to you about a new subject. It kind of ties into what we talked about um, last time. Uh, I think your podcast episode was only like five episode five weeks ago or something like that. It wasn't too long ago. Um, so it's exciting to have you back right away. And uh, last time we talked about uh, Reiki, essential oils, crystals, aura readings. You shared some self-care activities. And today we're going to dive in to light work. And uh, I'm super excited about this because I'm not completely sure exactly what light work means either. I mean, I hear it all the time in my circle of friends and my business circles. Um, I'm sure that I've practiced some form of it. I think you're going to clarify that for me today and for everyone else listening. Um, So yeah, what is light work? (laughs) There are two parts to light work. The first part being I ground very thoroughly and then Mm -hmm. I connect to divine source. So I'm running white light, which as you know, has every color in the rainbow in it. Mm -hmm. It's really powerful. And I send that light to clients, like into them where it's needed. But I also do a form of light work, which is perhaps the most well-known, where I'm mirroring something to a client that he or she 
needs. So I connect with them energetically and emotionally, and I look into their eyes and I tell them something that they really need to hear about themselves. So we're working on changing a belief that they are holding from something negative, something positive. So it goes all the way through their system Mm -hmm. and they believe that, you know, I am strong. I am capable. I am beautiful inside and out. So those types of limiting beliefs, um, people can kind of get programmed with from childhood on that stick with us and make us feel really awful. And they're really hard to get rid of, but when we can hear a truth and feel it, it's really powerful and really beautiful. The other version, of course, is um, I find things in people's bodies or their auras, so there are blockages sometimes, or if a person's had a surgery, for instance, one of my clients did and needed some healing around the surgical site in the lumbar region. Mm -hmm. So I was literally walking the person through a meditation and working with green light, which is heart-centered light. It's loving energy to help heal that area. So sometimes it's, you know, a particular color. Sometimes it's a combination of colors and sometimes it's just white light. And really all we're doing is we're using the vibrational frequency of the light waves to literally sort of vibrate out Um, whatever that blockage is or whatever that rift is. So sometimes people actually can have holes in their auras um, in their energy. And when you have that, it sort of weakens everything else. It opens you up for stuff that you don't want. So when we can fill up our aura and heal chakras, um, we actually can have our whole system work so much more, more effectively. Yeah much, much better feeling because each chakra is associated with um, a particular system. So for instance, um, the heart chakra is um, about the um, heart, the circulatory system, our lungs, the vagus nerve. And for instance, another one is the sacral chakra and it's about, you know, our reproductive organs. So when we, work on our chakras and heal them that of course affects our physical bodies um it can affect our spiritual body our emotional body all of those different things that are part of the whole of us Mm -hmm. when we can heal you know every part of our life actually just flows better Mm -hmm. yeah puts you in the flow um so we're gonna back up a minute because you said something that i think a lot of people listening may not understand you said you run, I think I'm saying it correctly, you run the light? You run light, yes. Okay, so what, what do you mean when you say you run the light? So through our body, from our crown chakra all the way through our root, mm-hmm. we have what's called the prana tube. So when we are connected, which we all are, mm-hmm. our prana tube connects us to divine source and into Mother Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however... Due to a lot of different issues, um, traumas, um, different things, our our pranatu can kind of get sort of dimmed, disconnected. Most often people are not grounded. The pranatu is not actually connected to the earth. Okay. So what we're doing is, first of all, we're we're working on getting that pranatu extended all the way down into the earth getting us connected that way and clearing it thoroughly. And once we get a really clear attitude, we can actually run an enormous amount of white light and we can take that light and send it out through our hands um, 
into people, much like you would Breaky. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. Um, and so when we are allowed um, to get to that point where we have a really excellent amount of energy running through us, we're able to even heal ourselves more easily because the light just continually works on us. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing, not only for the healer, but the person receiving the healing. Yeah. So the person um, receiving the healing has a prana tube. Yes. Right. And then, okay. So everybody has what's called a prana tube. Now, prana, what is prana? Chi. Energy. energy. Just energy. energy. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. If we look at it from a scientific point of view, mm-hmm. um, quantum physics. So everything is vibrating energy. Yes. We as individuals are just dense vibrating energy. That's just what matter is. Mm-hmm. And everything has a frequency. I, I think I mentioned this before, but our emotions have vibrations. So for instance, joy is 540 Hertz. Um, fear is a hundred Hertz. Mm. Those higher vibrations, we actually feel better. So those days when you're joyful, you, you might have a, um, a broken leg, but if you're in a really good place, you're joyful and everything going on around you is really wonderful and you're feeling, you don't actually feel that pain in your leg. Whereas when you're in a really bad place and your day is going not well and um, perhaps you're in grief, everything hurts more, wouldn't you say? Um, I, that's my experience personally. Yeah. And of course, um, everything else, um, our hearing is vibrational, our brain waves are vibrational. So for instance, you know, um, beta is uh, 12.5 to 30 hertz, and um, that's when we're strongly engaged. And then the alpha is 7.5 to 12.5 hertz, and we're kind of relaxed, and um, it's a great place when we want to meditate. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, colors themselves each have a vibrational frequency range. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, of course, lastly, the chakras have vibrations as well so it all sort of lines up and goes together and quantum physics is actually proving now that we can affect energy so there's this wonderful experiment called the delayed choice experiment what is it delayed choice experiment you can that up and it shows that we can affect energy whether it's a particle or a wave Mm. and there are lots of really fascinating articles, um, research papers, white papers, studies published, um, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Berkeley, you name it, all around the world Mm -hmm. uh, that are beginning to connect quantum physics and energy with the human condition in a really beautiful way. So wonderful. Yes. I love this. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that we don't think about ourselves like we do the cosmos, but we're really no different than anything else in regards to energy and how energy works. Mm -hmm. When we talk about energy, we've been talking about it in form forever. So Mm -hmm. for instance, we can say it's like talking to a wall. So when someone has like a giant wall around them, they're like, you know, don't approach me. Don't talk to me. I can't hear you. Or we can say, um, down in the dumps or, um, you know, she is just like in a pit, mm-hmm. you know, grief or a vast ocean of grief. We, we talk about how our emotions affect us, but we're also really talking about the energy because emotions are just 
energy in motion. That's what emotion is. And so if it gets blocked in a particular area, we can kind of really feel it. And when we release that blockage, it's an improvement immediate. It's yeah. Really so, um, so the energy can get blocked or uh, just, I guess, like broken um, in the prana tube is what you're saying. And our chakra in our aura. Yeah. And, um, okay. So back to running light, running light through that tube. Um, and in fact, yes, when I do energy work, I, um, I call it the, the, the light column. So, so yeah, similar. Um, so I have been running light. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you, as the practitioner, you run the light through the, through the prana tube. And then you take that light, that healing light of your own or from source. I never want to use my own okay. energy. So it's the same principle in Reiki. So, yeah. um, right. You see, did not, he wanted to figure out a way to not use his own chi, his own energy, mm-hmm. that he wouldn't be depleted. If I use my own energy, I am not feeling well. Yes. <laughs> However, <laughs> divine source energy it's infinite it's all around us it's everywhere and we can tap into that and use it to help other people heal so i'm literally just running like like a fiber optic cable yeah yeah so you kind of tune in you kind of plug in like that cable you know just the two ends plug in and then the light is running through you and then you through um placing your hands on somebody or just the intention even can run help run the light through them right um so i'm able to see in people's bodies so i can see sort of physical um issues at times in people like mm-hmm. just see inside them somehow i don't understand it all <laughs> and i can also see energetic blockages so mm-hmm. like in their body or in their auras and when we use the light um the light just simply flows through me and into that person, their aura, their physical body, and the light takes care of it. So again, rather like Reiki, it's about being present. Mm-hmm. That divine source light is the pinnacle. So Reiki is about symbols. It's that's the place of forms. If we were to to talk about that, and then divine source would be the next level above that. Mm-hmm. So it's at its heart, there's nothing there except energy. It's just pure love. So it's when we tap into that, um, it's just infinite and able to take care of anything and everything. It's transformational and phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Reiki is similar to running the light, but it's not the same. Um, energy and light work. So energy work and light work. What's, What's the difference? Is there a difference? Are they just different terms for the same thing? It's really interesting to think about that question because so many people do things that are very similar, but very mm-hmm. different. So we, we are each bringing our own unique, right? Spin on it. Um, so really, Ricky was just a gift from divine source. So it's, it's energy. Yeah. Running energy. We all run energy. I mean, that's all we are. Our, our electrical system, our nervous system is energy. Um, 
you know, neural synapses, even our chemical synapses, where you're getting chemical packets between um, the neurons, the mm-hmm. dendrites, the axions, um, that's still an energetic um, system in itself. It's still a process of energy. So we can, and often I have <laughs> mistakenly, when I really want something to work, pushed with my own energy and been like, oh, oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something I needed to do. And I feel it. I really do feel it. So we all run energy and there is energy all around us. There are different frequencies. I mean, Reiki is a range of frequencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listeners, I'm just dropping in for a moment to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Women Conquer Business, with one of my favorite hosts, Jen McFarlane. Part of holistic healthcare for me is taking time to nurture my business because, like most business owners, my business is a part of me. One of the ways I do that is by listening to podcasts from other heart centered entrepreneurs like Jen. She has a contagious can do attitude, and her podcast, Women Conquer Business, is filled with heart strategy and tons of inspiration women conquer business is available on all major podcasting networks and you can learn more about jen at jenmcfarland.com now back to our show so so light work and energy work are pretty much the same just different light works kind of a form of energy work yes yeah i mean tapping is a type of energy work so Mm -hmm. have you seen you know you can find um Basically, a lot of what we're doing is we're just tapping on the prime meridian, right? Yeah. System points. So we tap on a spot where we're hurting. We're creating vibration. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're yeah. doing to clear that area. Yeah. Or we, you know, gently uh, rub it in a circle with our two fingers. It's still, you're creating motion mm-hmm. and motion to clear an area. And so, yeah, it. It's all what works. Some people really work best with sound healing. Again, that's energy, mm-hmm. but it's sound. So yeah. singing bowls are creating the action of the vibration to clear blockages in the body. Yeah, yoga is energy work because yeah, I would say almost in. every healing method that would be considered, um, you know, holistic alternative is some form of energy work. I mean, with the exception of maybe a couple, but you're, you're so right. You're saying, you know, yoga, body work, um, Reiki, tapping. I mean, even when you're eating correctly, right? That's a form of energy healing because food yeah. has energy. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever you take in, we're using, there's an energy to it. We, we just count it differently. Like, you know, kilojoules versus calories, but it all breaks down yeah. and it's used by the body. Mm-hmm. And of course, even Western medicine, is energy plant medicine, right? I have gone to an herbalist and put together some herbal compounds that I needed for mm-hmm. healing. And those have an energy that work in a particular way, Chinese medicine, which is really interesting as well. Mm-hmm. So there are so many different systems. Um, Ayurvedic medicine and eating, um, the doshas, you know, are you hot and dry or cold and wet? You know, mm-hmm. when you eat foods to counteract or balance you out because that's really the goal is to be balanced in your, yeah. in your body and your system so yeah it's it's really all energy you yeah, can't totally. not have energy exactly <laughs> yeah. so light work is a, you know not everybody who is an energy worker performs light work then and I mean that makes sense right. I, to me and I think 
I think it's an awesome um, topic to bring up because you see, you see, so you can't see because this is a podcast, obviously, but you just heard Ash's cat is uh, making an appearance. <laughs> he really does like to visit and hang out with me. Yes. So Bring, it brings divine energy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so light work is yeah is a is a specific modality more so it's those it's it's those energy healers work or workers that use um are very intentional about like you said running the light or i've heard pushing the light um yeah interesting because i especially in our circle and you know just the the community that we tend to hang out with um you see that all the time, like light worker groups or, you know, light worker, this light worker, that. And I think to some people, it's a little bit confusing because there are lots of different definitions that we use. I call it light work because I'm working with light. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I, I would think that when I see the term light work, you know, people will invite me to, to groups that are for light workers. And I've always just been a little confused. I'm like, am I a light worker? I'm not really sure. I know that I'm, I'm an energy, you know, worker, healer, what Reiki practitioner, but am I a light worker? So, um, if you yes. leave your clients through a meditation and you're like, think about, you know, green, heart energy, you know, yeah. bubble expanding. That's light work. Yes. That's, it. That's working with the light. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. To heal. Yeah. So I'm going to bring something up that we talked about before um, we started recording. <laughs> we were talking about, so um, Thanksgiving was last week and Ash and I, before we got started, we're talking about all of our um, indulgences <laughs> that we've enjoyed um, and how our body, our energy is responding to those indulgences for sure. Um, I love what you said about your turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody what you said. <laughs> this is your chance now to <laughs> give me some kind of sign. <laughs> say stop stop but um hilarious. You, you waited as a lot of us do to um get a turkey for thanksgiving and it wasn't what you had really wanted you know the quality wasn't you know the higher quality meat basically so you wouldn't got something cheaper i'm not going to name the brand um, <laughs> but you said that you that you sent light to the turkey yes <laughs> So light can heal anything because at once again, everything's energy, virus, bacteria, it's all energy. The yeah. cells in our bodies, I mean, they have an energy, right? Uh-huh. And so if you set an intention, that's, that's all healing is, is setting an intention yeah. and running the light to it, whether it's Reiki or light work or crystal healing or sound healing, you know, it's all working with vibrational frequencies to heal so mm -hmm. I was determined that oh I don't want to be sick and um you know if there are any sort of not good things in there you know let's just get rid of it so um when I send light um I just visually watch what happens and you can see things um in 
the flesh of mm-hmm. beings, um, including the the bird. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know it's dead. <laughs> so well, I that it was cleared and healed because you know what you take into your body. A lot of Reiki practitioners give Reiki to their groceries. In fact, my teacher, um, anytime she went grocery shopping. Before she unloaded her bags, she just focused her hands on her shopping bags and gave them all Reiki to get rid of anything painful, which I loved. And I don't always remember to do that sort of thing or think about it, but definitely, yeah. Any vibration that you can raise, definitely good for your body. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Sending the light, light healing your turkey. (laughs) (laughs) So... I can eat it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you, do you help now? So you help run the light um, through your clients and that helps their energy all around chakras, all their body systems. Um, do you also teach people how to do it on themselves? I don't teach okay. people how to do it on themselves. Um, often people have to do some healing Mm -hmm. and they have to be guided through doing that for a while. Mm -hmm. Really most people need to be grounded more than anything else first. Mm -hmm. And if you're not grounded and the energy is not running through you, it starts cooling right in your body and stuff. So you just want to make sure you're really well grounded so that anything is not good for you can kind of flow out of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And all the good stuff can come in because as we release, we create more room for more positive things. So it's really a process of people getting grounded. And I don't teach, I do lead clients through meditations, um, connecting them to divine source and grounding to mother earth to heal them in sessions. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I will teach that or not. (laughs) It's, it's, it's an interesting, Thought, but I think at this point in my particular practice, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be more focused on just doing the work because I'm also growing in my own base and skills and I'm learning. Yeah. So just because I can see something in someone doesn't mean I necessarily always know what that is. You know, if, if there's some, like, um, sometimes I can tell there's a viral issue. So it'll, it'll appear to me in a certain way. So lots of little tiny, tiny circles that just have like this sort of, um, spiky energy popping out mm-hmm. of them, if that makes sense. Yeah. But there are other things that I see in people and I'm looking at it going, what are you? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea, right? Um, and sometimes when I'm doing this work, I'm definitely not the priority practitioner. Sometimes they actually need to go see a naturopath mm-hmm. or a nutritionist or an acupuncturist yeah. um, to get some work. And then they come back for phase two. I've done that with many clients. Oh. Sure okay. They get the highest priority healing yeah serve them best and even though light work is perfect sometimes there's a step before and after if mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that yeah. will really make it a lot simpler for them mm-hmm. and me for you obviously. i was like <laughs> right. yeah, if you clear out if you clear out the junk you know there might be some stuff that you that is that is hindering that light from flowing that maybe just the light work itself is not able to not in one session break through right in one session. And so um, just like 
all healthcare, right? Like you, you should have a healthcare team. Yes. And I think having a light worker as part of your healthcare team, be extremely beneficial, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> no, it's really great. Uh, my clients have all reported massive changes. Nice. Yes. You know, for yeah. their personal health and just their lives overall, lots of changes on um, how they think and feel and um, how they act, which is a huge indicator that the change has really taken root within. So it's, it's really lovely to see them um, heal. And yeah. I, of course, am really grateful to be able to participate in that healing journey with them. So it's, it's always an honor. So yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's lovely what you do. You have quite the toolbox for sure. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I love that. Often I do Reiki and light work in a single session. So okay, there, I just simply am letting myself be guided. As yeah, serves. So sometimes it's light work. Sometimes it's Reiki. Sometimes it's crystals. Sometimes mm-hmm. it has been essential oils, crystals, Reiki, and light work all in mm-hmm. one session. Yeah. Sometimes take a lot of tools and sometimes it's just so simple. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think a lot, I was going to say, I thinking in my own work, I feel like I combine the four, those four essential oils, crystals, light work, Reiki. Um, most of the time they work very well together. <laughs> very well. Yeah. It's really beautiful how that all flows together to make it easier on us. And just, I think a lot swifter of a healing when we, can use multiple tools to accomplish mm-hmm. um, something much more quickly. Right? Yeah. And so I think that's really a positive benefit for everybody actually. Yeah, definitely. So um, here's a question. So I, let's say I know nothing about light work and um, I call you and I'm like, I have, I have these issues. Um, I hear that you're a light worker. Let's schedule a session. So what does that look like? What is a session? And I know that the way that you work with the light or, or a light worker is not the same as, as you know, someone just down the street. We all have a different way of, of doing, um, of practicing. Her cat is, <laughs> what's your cat's name? This is Jackson. And you may hear my, uh, other two dogs in the background. One is snoring. He's, he's, he's quite elderly and his snoring has definitely become louder (laughs) as he's gotten older. Oh, you know, like humans. Um, (laughs) Okay. So how do you, how does a session with you look if it's just strictly, um, I want, I want that prana tube condition. (laughs) I want some light work. What is that? look like? What are you going to do to me? How is, how, what am I going to feel? What are you going to be, what am I going to be witnessing you doing? Interestingly <laughs> enough, many of my clients, um, in fact, pretty much the whole of them uh, that come to see me are already awake or aware okay. and experience things um, visually, orally, you know, things like that, or vibrationally, like fill it in their bodies. So when they come in, um, they simply lie down on, on my Reiki table, um, get comfy. So I might put a blanket on them or be like, you know, you're going to be sweating bullets. So let's just, let's keep this cool. And 
I simply um, allow them to relax. I usually start with Reiki to get them in a nice state of relaxation. Mm -hmm. And we clear things and I'll balance their chakras mm -hmm. and things like that. And then we'll go into light work. So I may stand next to them and there's something that just really needs some light work. And I will tap in and allow that to flow and to clear that out. Mm -hmm. And then I will go back in and often rebalance their chakras again and seal their auras up. Other times um, during the session, I lead them through a, an actual meditation because mm -hmm. it's really important that the client engage in his or her own healing journey. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's really super important. Yeah. So I lead them through a meditation and show them. So I want you to concentrate on a particular chakra or a particular area of your body. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's the knee. Sometimes it's the heart chakra or the sacral chakra, and we start filling it with light. So I walk them through a meditation. You know, if it's the sacral chakra, we'll go to water because the sacral chakra is, is about flow, ebb and flow, mm -hmm. moon energy, sort of liquid, essentially, would be how I describe that water. And uh, we take them there and run light and I just observe them doing it. You know, if, if the light's not going all the way through, I will say, Hey, let's just pull, just imagine it's so easy pushing it down a little bit further and I'm beaming light at them at the same time they're working on themselves. So it's sort of a concerted effort mm. and um, really excellent results. So it, it's quite effective um, means of healing. And then we just uh, make sure the client's completely grounded and, um, really balanced and I give them a lot of water to drink and they get aftercare instructions on how to best um, take care of themselves after because it's it's a lot of healing that goes on and it, it does need some good maintenance so an Epsom salt bath perhaps or um, a nap I've had clients go home and take like a two or three hour nap and wake up feeling amazing and or just uh, getting a massage, just something that makes you feel good, that allows that healing to continue. Because we seal in the healing with Reiki, and the Reiki continues to heal us. And so allowing that time and allowing yourself to relax into it can be really crucial as well as highly beneficial. Mm, sounds lovely. I want to get on your Reiki table right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sounds like after, after a session and during, you're going to feel very relaxed, which is in itself huge for healing. Just having that relaxed state is huge for healing. It just, it helps everything flow. It helps, it, it helps, it helps your work be more effective. It helps all the cells in our body relax and heal. So, um, do you ever get, do people get, uh, like emotional releases and things during a light working session? Yes, um, I do. So <laughs> there's so many different components of this. It's, it's yeah. quite complicated at times. So sometimes when we have had a huge trauma, um, a part of our soul can break off mm -hmm. and stay there. So we do what's called soul retrieval, or at least that's mm -hmm. what I do with soul retrieval. Yeah. So I come back through that. And we discuss the emotions because that part needs to heal as well. Mm -hmm. So again, we're using light. And um, my clients have had lots of, of crying, that emotional release to release that grief from their lungs or their knees. Because 
we all are familiar with the type of, you know, bring you to your knees type of grief. And that absolutely can happen with, with some of my clients. And so being able to release that energy is hugely beneficial and they feel 100% better after they have healed and released all of that. Sometimes it can be just one session is needed to accomplish. And sometimes it can be several and always um, healing sort of like a spiral journey. So we heal in, in layers, right? So we heal, you know, this giant piece, but then we'll come back, you know, several months to a year or two or three years later and heal it again, but in a lighter way. So I like to think of healing work as sort of, um, do you remember the Mario Brothers or any of those video games? So the hardest mm-hmm. levels, right? Mm-hmm. You start with the easiest and you work your way to the hardest. But in healing work, it seems to be, for me, as far as what I've observed and seen, you do the hardest things, or at least they appear the hardest, mm-hmm. right? First. Yep. And then as we get lighter, it gets easier and easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Not only because we have more skills, but we also have more capacity within us as well as a higher vibrational frequency because we've dumped a lot of stuff. So it's really pretty sweet and amazing, you know, as we continue to heal how much it changes our lives in every respect for the better. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Light work essential to holistic healing. Well, thank you for clarifying that for me and everyone listening, because it is a kind of like a, almost a buzzword right now, I feel like. And um, I think, I think that people are going to maybe understand it a little bit more, hopefully seek it out more, um, with the understanding of, of what light work is. So I appreciate it always you bring it, you know, the, the teacher in you comes out and I love it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have any last words before we say goodbye? I would just encourage people to seek out a healing team, really. Um, It's all connected, but therapy is key, as in mental health therapy, so that you can discuss um, energy healing, diet, nutrition, exercise, because it all affects us. And it's really amazing when we find the, the right practitioners that can help us go forward and get healthier in every way. So it's really beautiful. Yes, definitely. And you work with people long distance as well. So they don't have to be um, near you in Sherwood or Newburgh, or again, it can be anywhere. And your website, again, in case um, people listening didn't see the first one, it's sacredjourneyswithash.com, correct? Yes. Okay. So all that information will be in the show notes. And um, I highly encourage you to reach out um, to Ash. She's a light worker, Reiki practitioner. She can help you find crystals for yourself. She did that for me. It's awesome. So Ash, thank you so much. Thank you. I enjoyed very much. You've just listened to Holistic Healing Connection with me, Amber Cook. You can find out more about me and other holistic healers, coaches, and practitioners at healingways.com. That's healing w-a-z-e.com or on most major social media outlets. If you are a holistic professional and would like to be a guest on this podcast, please go to healingways.com to join. If you have been helped by holistic or alternative medicine, I'd love to help you share your story on this podcast to help inspire others. 
please email us at info at healingways.com with the title podcast guest. And don't forget to come back every week for more holistic fun. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.